All right, we're back. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is our 42nd episode of the Choke Artist Podcast, and today I have the band Illusionist. Uh, I want you all to say your names at once and introduce yourself all at the same time. One, two, three. I'm Dan, Sam. I'm Mark. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, hopefully you got that at home. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming through. It's good to thanks see all you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Seriously? totally. It's, it's always good to hang. Um, so I was listening to you guys all day, actually. I was just telling you that. I got out of early because of my snow day. You guys braved the snow. <laughs> the roads are fine, right? Yeah. The tundra. We actually walked here. Really? Yeah. Respect. No. <laughs> walked all the way from. Wait, where are you guys from, actually? Like, where do you get. I guess you're come from all over Jersey, right? Well, me and Mark live over by in Woodbridge Township. So okay. It's about like 25 minutes from here. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sam is like around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, from like Somerset, New Brunswick, whatever you want to call it. Right on. Yeah, at, at this point, because I think this is technically Somerset, but I tell everyone New Brunswick. Yeah, same. Especially if I'm, like, anywhere else other than around here, because, like, they don't know Somerset. Yeah, yeah. It's easier. Pretty much. Um, how long have you guys been playing for? Uh, six, like years. six years. Yeah, something That's like wild. six years. Hell yeah. First show is July 2013. Yeah, and then we started writing in, like, the end of 2012. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you remember who you played with, like at your first show? Polarity. <laughs> yeah, Polarity. Uh, it's Gunner's birthday today, actually. Oh yeah. Fun fact. Gunner, if you're listening, happy birthday. Is that the dude who plays guitar? Nah, nah he's vocalist. The vocalist. Oh okay. Long hair. Yeah. Okay. I think I jammed with him once, like a long time ago. Dude who plays <laughs> guitar with long hair, his name's Andrew. Okay. It might be him, but. Word. Um. Yeah. Polarity. Fucking. Gifts, gift of ghosts from Florida. Us oh, from outside. Yeah. Is that who Indigoist is now? Us no. from outside. But those guys did play it. No. Indigoist. Not that band, but those guys that are in Indigoist now, like Dentley and uh, older Wesley, ba- like an older band they were in. Yeah. Right on. It's always interesting to see like people still playing together like over different amounts of time and different formations and shit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What yeah. made you want to start, like, this band? I guess, really, for me, it was just to play music again. Because <laughs> yeah. my first band was, I think I was, like, 16, 17. Played for, like, a year, and then it stopped, and then there was, like, a couple-year gap. And I didn't think I would do it again because it was annoying working with those people <laughs> sure. to, like, to, like, some extent. Yeah. I still talked to a lot of them, but I wanted to try and play again. Yeah. But that was, that's me personally. Uh, well, I had my first band when I was like 14 and they were all like three years older than me. Yeah. Uh, so I was in that one for two years. It was a pop rock band called Fairfield. And, um, yeah, I quit that band when I was 16 and a week later, I think me and Danny had started talking about, uh, starting a project and then we picked up Sam cause I think they had worked together at Paxson at the time. Yeah. Good old Paxson. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lucius was actually my first band so oh wow they scooped awesome. me all yeah. fresh yeah. yeah i remember at work we had talked about it a couple times you were like oh i play guitar bass like i can i could jam yeah they just needed someone to play bass so i was like well fuck i think it. i actually actually had offered to play bass because i was playing bass in my old pop rock band i don't remember i can't remember either. i said i'll play bass or guitar i don't care 
<laughs> and I didn't think I just ended up playing guitar. As long as it rocks. Yeah. As long as it slaps. So, you, Sam, you played bass first? Or? I did. I played bass for like five years. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay. Till um, October of last year. No, actually, uh, 2017. Same oh, thing. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, now I'm playing drums. Yeah. Right on. I, I saw Promotion. you guys at, uh, at the Champ Show like two or three weeks ago. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Sentinels release. Yeah, that was fun. Had it sound from the outside. Great. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that was yeah. a solid show. That was like the most solid one I've been to in, in a minute. Yeah, yeah. That was the first one that felt pretty good in a while too. Yeah, agreed. At least for me, it did, it felt like that, which was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess it was because there were a lot of familiar faces there too, so it kind of felt like we were more included than we had been like the last year, which you, was cool. Do you feel like you've been on bills where you were like stood out, sort of, or like weren't in a clique or whatever? I think most shows we've been on, we've kind of stood out. <laughs> it's like every show. Just because we're, we're not, like, we, we fit in that scene, but we're not the exact same style. We're not, like, two-step breakdown, yeah. two-step breakdown yeah, totally. kind of thing. Yeah, Industry, like, core. Yeah. So, in a way, we've, at least for us, maybe we're just talking ourselves up, but we've kind of always felt like we've stood out on a bill a little bit. Sure. Yeah, it's not always a bad thing. No definitely not but it can feel like when you're getting the cold shoulder like if you know there's a, yeah there's definitely a couple of shows where we've played and we've it was awkward yeah, just because people weren't getting it <laughs> well yeah because yeah heavier music too like it elicits such a reaction from the crowd or you know if people are receptive to it like within the first two three songs if people are gonna like stand with their arms crossed or like or yeah. have fun and dance or whatever so you know it doesn't always matter if people dance but like you can always kind of feel whether or not like the crowd is welcoming i guess yeah so yeah we just like people grooving like even if they're not like moshing on other kids like even yeah. if you're just grooving yeah. and enjoying it like we can sense yeah that already. yeah okay. if you're nodding your head and having a good time like that'll that'll be enough for us yeah. i don't care about someone getting punched in the face <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah i'd oh. rather like people be packed in than like leave a giant circle in the middle of sort the room of the moshers. yeah, yeah. but if people are gonna mosh that's cool too yeah means we we did something to them on the inside (laughs) that they wanted to move (laughs) yeah like every time we played brooklyn like that's like the craziest mosh we've ever had yeah absolutely yeah i remember yeah like the when we played the place yeah there's like a comical amount of holes in the wall after that show Mm -hmm. i think it's called kingsland now yeah oh yeah i was just there yeah um that place is neat it has like a vfw vibe like that back room i Mm -hmm. just feel like it's like a whole show yeah yeah it's used fun. to not have that stage. It was just like a white room. Ah, uh, yeah. Now it, yeah. the stage looks a little better. Yeah. I wanted to ask, like, how would you guys, and this is, you know, it's a tired question to ask bands, but what genre would you, like, call your band <laughs> like, if you had to? You know, because I want to say, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but, like, almost like new metal at times. But, like, I fucking love new metal, so it's like, I don't know. It's, like, groovy. Like, when I watch your guys set, like, I got, like, Raging Against the Machine vibes almost. Like, especially watching you, Danny, like, do vocals and shit. Like, yeah, you were vibing and, like, it was cool. I don't know. Word. I've never gotten that about me. We've gotten it definitely about Mark and, like, his, like, pedal and the way he plays, too. Sure. As yeah. far as, like, Raging Against the Machine goes. But I don't know. New metal, I could consider it. That I don't take that as an insult because I like new metal, too. Yeah. But a noise, hard, hard rock, hard metal, I guess. Yeah. Just new noise. New noise, yeah. <laughs> and you noise, yeah. <laughs> Definitely new metals where we fall. Like, if you want to put us in a genre, 
Yeah. That's definitely where I'd put us well, as of, of right now. A lot of the sounds you're making on the guitar are like almost effects like that. Yeah. Like harsh noise and like, not harsh, but you know what I mean? Like the, I can't describe it. There's, yeah, <laughs> there's times I'm not even playing in the guitar. Playing the guitar is just straight up noise and effects. Yeah. How do you, uh, how do you like write shit like that in a band setting? Uh, we don't really. It's mostly kind of, um, uh, I might mess around with some stuff, some noises, some riffs, kind of just throw them together, put them on the computer, lay them out. And then the guys will come in and, you know, we'll critique it together, change things. Um, but for the most part, we really, at least with this record that we just put out, don't mind this. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of get together and jamming. It's just, we're all very busy people outside of the band too. Yeah. So we just work on it as, you know, as we get together little by little, change things on the computer, you know, and re-record what we need to re-record. And it just takes a while, but it works out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. that's neat. I would have never guessed that that's how it was pieced together. It feels yeah. like pretty natural, like watching it and listening to it. Like, yeah. So cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you did, uh, you did the album with Randy, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How was well, that whole process? It was awesome. That was the second time we've been at the machine shop, but it was the, or Graphic Nature Studio. But Yeah, I fuck that name up every time. <laughs> Graphic <laughs> Audio Nature. What? <laughs> um, yeah. But it was the first time that we were working with Randy, and um, we became friends with him the first time we were there. So it was, it just felt, it felt good, like, working with him. Like, he was awesome to work with. And yeah. Super helpful and down to try anything weird, which was great. Awesome. <laughs> Especially for us, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did you track there before with Will? Or no, no, we tracked with uh, Tom Smith, who's the guitar player in Acacia Strain now. Oh, shit. Yeah. He did know. our uh, Smart Mouth EP. And working with him was great, too. Yeah. yeah. He had a lot to, uh, to offer and help with us on that EP as well. So we've every time we've been there, it's always been a good experience for sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and it's a full length, right? Uh, yeah, don't mind this. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot, lot of, lot of time tracking. I'd imagine, right? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's always it's so heavy doing shit like that. But yeah. we we didn't stop. We just kept going. You know, till we couldn't go no more that day. So we cranked it out. Definitely. Yeah. Nice. Why do you Why do you call it "Don't mind this"? Uh, it seemed to like work for what we try to present ourselves as really um, trying to come up with a concept EP or a concept album has never been something for us so more of like I guess a vague type of name has always been better sure. something and it sounded the most grunge and punk rock as well <laughs> so something like that definitely works more for us than trying to think of like a concept like album or something like that so yeah. yeah leaves it up open to interpretation and leaves you wondering like what could this even really be honestly so right on yeah it's almost like an attitude yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. a, a vibe the illusionist attitude <laughs> it's kind of nonchalant but fun mm -hmm. why not yeah and it doesn't sound like at least when i hear that album name it doesn't necessarily sound like a metal record you could listen. It could be a rock record. It could be like a softer record too. I, a name like that, definitely leaves the mind curious. At least I hope it does. Yeah, I would agree. Cool. Totally. Yeah. Nice. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Plus, like, I don't know. Concept albums are like, I don't know. It can get really convoluted, 
and then you're writing like saga trilogy like mythology like yeah the, yeah I, I got nothing against them i just know it's not something that we could do if we like sat down and tried it it just wouldn't like at least for me i don't think it would feel that natural yeah trying to like come up with these like a story from be- beginning to end yeah you can do that but it does in a different way which is what i kind of try to do but without it being like hey this is a story about this yeah. sure yeah it's cool to have like an underlying theme or message like mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to be like a like whatever Kohi does on their album it's <laughs> like a comic book too and like <laughs> this goes deep yeah sam were you gonna say something or no nah, i'm just chilling yeah <laughs> you guys are saying everything that's got to be said all right word feel free to interrupt at, at any time if i'm like talking too much or no, you're yeah, good <laughs> yeah so um how do you feel like shows have, have changed in the past six years do you feel like they've changed or because i always i always feel like like getting a little old you guys are like early mid-20s or yeah, like early yeah yeah so i feel like eventually like the people going to the shows kind of changes at least for me, like when I was 19, like 17 to like 22 or whatever, it was like my close friends. And like now I don't even tell them when I have shows. I tell like three or four of them if it's convenient for them. But I'm like, you know, they don't even like this music anymore. And like, I feel like I'm bugging them. Like they got like kids and shit, you know? So have, have you guys felt that at all? Or 100%, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, it it definitely has changed. Like people, like when I was in high school and being in a band, people that i would go up to same thing like I, I i would try to get people to come more than i would now i guess yeah. just because i i know a lot of people nowadays wouldn't want to put themselves in that environment same thing like oh i got school i've got work or like i'm married like i don't want to do that <laughs> and especially back in the day because like your guys's area was like where it was really centralized for like a point yeah it was really good around where we were for a bit but venues get shut down and bands break up or stop playing and things like that or just move on sure in uh in central jersey you mean yeah like Mm -hmm. yeah venues getting shut down is the fucking worst yeah it happened like every other week or like every other month it was crazy yeah backstage coffee house r.i.p oh yeah that was medicine yeah yeah that was a cool that was a cool venue they had a mosh square (laughs) (laughs) at first i think when like the first two shows that happened there there wasn't one, but then after what they saw, like what kind of shows are coming through here, they were like, okay, we need to have like a designated area for people. <laughs> like which cool, like police tape around it. Yeah, it was like Basically. reflective tape. Like just so people, <laughs> so you could see it in the dark and whatnot. And then there were security guards there too that would like rough you up if you were doing something stupid. But yeah. I mean, it was kind of like corny, but it was cool. It was definitely like a fun place to play. And it wasn't too big. It was like, kind of like a narrow hall but not too long yeah and it fit a good amount of people in there so it was always fun to play that was before illusionist too right yeah Yeah, that was like when we kind of i was like 14 or 15 when that thing was around so i remember just going to see shows i remember i think i saw danny's band yeah a couple other friends that were in bands during high school yeah yeah I think it's also like when you're in high school, what else are you going to do on the weekend? Nothing. You have a fucking car. You don't like, have a job. You don't have a car. Yeah. Going to go to the mall again on a Friday night for the third time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could, but why not go to a show and do something different? Yeah, yeah. totally. It's like you talk about it all week in school and then like, 
when I was in high school, it was like shows like Hamilton Street Cafe in Boundbrook. It's like, oh, are you going to show this weekend? And like, you know, you talk about it all week and then you play and then it's fun. Yeah. You know? Now, now it's like, I feel like there's a more now, like as far as stuff to do. Like I think with like the internet, you can find out about so so much more. Yeah. Like like Sam, you run a lot of shows, right? You book a good amount. Yeah, with this company called Diamond Concerts. But uh, even before that, I was booking at like Berkeley Heights VFW and Manville Elks yeah, and uh, Game Changer. Of, yeah, he booked a lot of our first shows. Like just put them together. Right on. Yeah, I would just like have our friends play and stick us like in a pretty decent part of the lineup, and that's like that really helped us like take off like as soon as we started. Yeah. Just like playing like a good VFW show a month. For like six months. Yeah. I think what it is now, like people that start to get older, like if if, whether around our age or older, when it comes to going to shows, they'd rather go to like bigger shows that are more worth it. Like something that might be happening at like Starland or House of Independence or even like a huge show at like PNC or something like that. Yeah. So going to like a local show and just watching a younger crowd hit each other (laughs) and just like nonsense isn't really what someone's looking for on their weekend <laughs> yeah yeah i've i mean i've had friends be like i can't go to a basement show anymore <laughs> yeah know? that too like some spaces are just too crowded for some people as well yeah so it it just really comes with age really at yeah, that point but I, I think it's the whack i feel like the older you get like the less you want to step out of your comfort zone but it's like why just to become complicit with like what you're doing now i don't know yeah because then you're just making excuses for yourself. Yeah, but this is just my mindset, and my mindset's like, why is, doesn't everyone want to be at these shows? Not even the shows <laughs> I'm playing. Like, what, like, aside from that, like, I don't know, New Jersey has, like, a lot of good fucking music, I feel mm-hmm. like. It's even fun just to go to, like, a cover band show. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice, like, I don't know, break from everything else. Totally. So going to shows is still fun. The cool thing I can about, agree with you. Yeah, the cool thing about cover bands, too, is, like, everyone probably knows the words. So it's like... You know, like local bands, there are bands where like people know all the words, and that's awesome too. But like, you can like bring people together, and everyone's like singing dumb songs and like just having fun and shit. So, singing "Sweet Caroline" at the bar with some hot moms. <laughs> we out here. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for like when we're like 35 or 40, and everyone's singing like, I don't fucking like "Newfound Glory." What would, what would be? What's like? The, what's gonna Taking be? Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be my that. Chemical Romance for sure. A buddy of mine. It's already happening. Yeah, a buddy of mine plays in a karaoke band, and like I think they're called Make Yourself or or something. But they play in Brooklyn a lot, and you go early and you sign up for the song you want to sing, and just like by the end of the night, it's just like six drunk people singing Taking Back Sunday songs. Like everyone in the crowd is singing along and stuff. They have like a list of the songs that they know how to play. Yeah, that's awesome. They that's pretty it, cool. They post it in like the Facebook event before they play. Like these are this is the set list for this night. It's fun. I went and I was like, you know, people are having a good time. Like, whatever. Who cares? Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, that you want to have fun. Right? As long as you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. But on the other hand, I don't know. Karaoke for some reason pisses me off. <laughs> why? Go on. I off. don't know. Yeah. Why, Sam? Like, all right. What you just said, like with a band and stuff, like that's pretty cool. You know, like give whoever like a shot for like a second. But like, I don't know if you're just like chilling doing karaoke in some random bar singing like your go-to like karaoke song that you've like prepared and probably sang like seven other times on the cart ride there <laughs> yeah like you were like looking up the lyrics like before you went up you know just making sure that you're gonna be good for fucking verse three i don't know yeah <laughs> like if you're gonna put that much effort into it you know like you could 
allocate that effort elsewhere also which you probably do but you could do it more maybe you don't or maybe you don't i don't give a fuck i don't do whatever be happy (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's just (laughs) what i was going maybe that's just what people need to feel alive some good old karaoke yeah man no i feel that but you won't catch me doing that shit (laughs) (laughs) one day one maybe i mean you'll own a karaoke bar (laughs) you'll cash out on it that'd be so ironic but maybe that's probably the most (laughs) dependable way to have a venue is doing a fucking karaoke (laughs) bar (laughs) it yeah also like if you're gonna learn the third verse of a like third eye blind song or some shit why don't you just start your own band like who knows the third verse of any like mainstream rocks that's hard verse three specifically the third verse (laughs) (laughs) yeah getting that far into it you know like at those karaoke shows we went to, I went with Kate actually, and um, it was just like, oh man, they did like Against Me, Pites of Guinness, and like four people got up and just were all like, <laughs> like no idea. Everyone was fucking wasted, and it, it was like really embarrassing for them. It was fun to watch though, like when it was. A oh shit yeah, show. that's good people watching too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's totally. amazing. <laughs> that's some real human nature right there. Yeah, people watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're like. Uh, What's it called when you study people? Sociologists? A stalker? Stalker, yeah, we're like stalkers. <laughs> <That's a less laughs> Anthropo- Anthropologists? Thank you, yeah. That's culture. Well, I mean, I guess this kind of... Kind of. shit. Yeah. Karaoke culture? Karaoke culture, yeah. It's a thing. Culture with a K, though, if we're going <laughs> to have a karaoke. Yeah. Google it. Or yeah. karaoke with a C. Dealer's choice. Car- car- karaoke. <laughs> Yo, karaoke, fucking have it in a car and make like a YouTube channel. Probably Dude, could. Let's do it. I think that's a segment on a on a late night show. Yeah. Uh, late night, the late late show. It. Uh, wait, can I say that? Late night, or because he's not sponsoring us, so should I say his name? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the late late show with. Uh, what is it? Uh, now you don't even remember. Yeah, something After Gordon. All yeah, After yeah. All that effort to make a stupid joke. Some Michael schmuck. Jordan. No, I think with no, Michael Jordan. Yeah, I think with Michael Jordan. Gordon Ramsay. No, 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 no. You know who he is. He's British. Yeah. <laughs> he gets in cars with celebrities and they sing. Yeah, and it's like really silly or like mm-hmm. really good. And yeah. who gives a shit? But yeah, uh, millions did. of people do. But yeah, apparently they did one with the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they were all like in their underwear, <laughs> doing it. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, if you're, the, if you're the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> I just feel like people should want to dive deeper with the music that they like. I don't know. At my job, the common ground between me and coworkers is like Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's the most common band I, I have with someone at my job. I'm a teacher, and someone's like, "Oh, you like the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Want to go to the show?" It's like, I, I guess no. <laughs> I don't know. So it's tough. I don't know. I th- Sam, I think it's cool that you were booking shows because that's like, I mean, that's how you meet people and make friends. And like, I mean, you're still, you're still booking now. That's awesome. But like, that's a great way to get a start as a band too. Cause you know, it's not like you're forcing yourself on bills. You're like tight with all these bands and they want to have you, they want to play with you guys too. So yeah, definitely really thankful that that all worked out like five or six years ago. Like it's crazy to look back on some of the things that, uh, that were organized like because of that and like that those actually happened and like the people that uh that we still like hang out with to this day like from all that and uh not even just like from this band like random shows that i put together for like like pop punk bands or like pop bands or like 
whoever, like, I'll, like, meet someone at one of those shows, and then I'll, like, see them at, like, one of our shows or, like, some other show down the line. Like, it's just crazy the coincidences that happen from all that, like, even if you don't expect anything from it. But, yeah, like, right now, doing, uh, we just had a show at, like, Flemington DIY, like, a few days ago with uh, this band Oso Oso who just, like, announced a tour with Citizen and Knuckle Puck, so... Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. We just had them play for, like, you know, less than 50 people, and now they're about to play for, like, 2,000 kids. That's awesome. Every night. And, uh, like, Divas Wheatley played, too, right? Yeah, so that's, like, this band Pictures of Vernon. Yeah. Like, other kids from that band playing with with some other members. Um, That was wild, because Pictures of Vernon fucking shreds and they have like a split with this band uh, Prince Daddy and Mom Jeans I think I have that here the the four now that's what I call music 420 or whatever yeah that whole split is insane yeah those bands are all good and that label like counterintuitive really like blew up um, yeah with those bands so I played a show with Pictures of Vernon three or four years ago with Invalids the band I played drums for and we played at their house but it was like I think they were all like 17 at that point in time so it was like their parents house and it was the last show at their house before they all went away to college and it was like the most like fucking wholesome thing and they played and they were sick even when they were like 17 and it's just like awesome to still see them like road dogging and touring so hard and shit so yeah Flemington's a cool spot too cool yeah idea. dude I was actually listening to the uh, podcast that you had with uh, Jeff oh right on yeah like earlier today hell yeah that was so sick I didn't uh, expect to see that on there cool man yeah, yeah, I know Jeff. Me and Jeff go back playing shitty punk bands when we were teens. I I played Flemington Sunday with um, a new band I'm in, um, and it was uh, we're called Demon to Dross. It's like uh, I don't know how to describe it because I don't know a lot about the type of music. Like uh, people say, scrams hardcore. I don't know. I think it sounds like Dillinger Escape Plan kind of. Like chaotic stuff. Yeah, pretty chaotic. Yeah, actually, it's kind of. It's on a kind of similar wavelength to what you guys are doing as far as like guitar sounds and like dissonance and shit, but uh I'll send I'll send it to you. Weird. Yeah. So like weirdly timed, like Dillinger. Gets a little mathy, yeah. Not like extremely as mathy, but yeah. Just fun and like really aggressive, which is fun for me because I don't I play drums in like a couple bands, but none of them are really heavy any like in angles is like sorta heavy. It gets there. Yeah. But it's <laughs> also like kinda not aggressive, you know. But it's all fun. Yeah. But it's cool to be, like, shreddy and, like, kind of heavy in, like, the non-aggressive way. That's, like, definitely something that's being explored by a lot of bands lately. For sure. Like, Belmont, I guess. Like, not like that you guys are like that, but we, in yeah, a similar not compared way. To them. We were actually, we recorded a single at uh, Machine Shop Graphic, na- Naughty, Naughty Audio Graphic. Whatever it's called. <laughs> naughty Audio. <laughs> and uh, Belmont was there, like, demoing shit. And they were, we were talking like, oh, you guys are sick. And this was like probably two years ago. And they showed us their music video for the, for overstepping and already had like two million views. And like, it's good. I like that song. Um, but yeah, we're kind of like that, but I guess a little different. I don't know. You guys are better. <laughs> <laughs> you you had them too recently. Thank you. And At you, the DIY. Yeah. How, how were they? Um, I actually couldn't go that day. I was very upset. But kids are like crowd surfing in the DIY and like circle pitting and like word, yeah, jumping yeah. off shit in the DIY. Sorry, Jeff. What? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry Jeff. <laughs> Don't let me all censor this. <laughs> yeah, no, people go off for that band. So yeah, you guys been in a sh- any to any other shows recently that were just like notable? 
or you see anything cool? Like not that we played? Yeah, not that. Yeah, any shows you went to that you didn't play? I fall into that category of I pretty much only will go to a show if it's like a bigger band. Yeah, guilty. Get yeah. out. I think the last show I went to was when me and Danny and Sam we all went to see Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. Right? Oh yeah. You guys oh, yeah. went to to Asbury since then to oh, see like who safe, did we face, see in safe face uh, and dangerous summer yeah yeah safe face dangerous summer oh cool yeah uh, we um, love dangerous summer me and Dan. yeah we've we seen them a too, right? i actually never got into them and like now they're coming around and like coming back and stuff i don't know yeah, they're playing a little bit it. too much now but yeah yeah <laughs> i just they went for it but they won't go there i'm i'm for it i'll still go see him i fuck I with think. that one song uh stinging rain i remember it's from myspace the there's like a delay guitar Oh, off there. the Boom, reach, reach for the sun. Yeah, permanent rain. Permanent rain. Oh, stinger rain is a misery signal. Close enough. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a good song. They've they've played that the last few times I've seen them. Cool. Yeah. Is their new is their new stuff hold up? Yes. The new yeah. stuff is awesome live. Yeah. Cool. It's really good. Neat. Yeah. It's cool when a band still holds up like over like ten years or however long. Yo, listen to you guys. Like, it's. More or less, because I like I was listening to it and I was like, if I go back, is the music gonna be this, like out still, like out as far as like, not the norm of what heavy music right. would be? And you were still doing like pretty neat stuff. I felt like your vocals changed a bit over time. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was definitely a drastic change from like our first EP to our second one. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a bit of a change from smart mouth to don't mind this for sure yeah which is cool i don't want to sound the same the entire time and i want to be in more of a comfortable comfortable spot with my voice too and try new things sure as much as i can randy helps with that a lot too like pushing me out of my comfort zone vocal coach yeah yeah. (laughs) brand dog Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's awesome so how many releases you guys have done like two eps in this full length yeah Mm -hmm. yeah we had a single before that too but oh, yeah. that was like on the first cp we also yeah. had a few songs before all that even but we oh, never yeah. even put them out we call it ep zero because yeah. we never put it out we like kind of demoed the instrumentals but nothing ever came of it like we were Which just already fun. writing better shit like already like as we were recording that so we were like all right you might we at might the as well time, just wait better stuff yeah yeah <laughs> which was still not good yeah let's be honest <laughs> ill-tempered Nah. Yeah, DistroKid yeah. keeps emailing because I don't uh, pay the the thing to redo uh, Ill Tempered. Just gonna keep letting those emails fly, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We don't need to. We remember it, which is torture enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it's not a bad thing to to be critical of your shit too and be like, nah, this new shit we're doing is like way better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it was so fun at the time. But, you know, that was, like, yeah. five years ago. Yeah, it was great at the time. And then even, like, watching videos of us playing just that stuff, it, like, I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't get through it. It yeah. was, like, it's cringy. Cringy, yeah. for sure. But, like, I could, I know at the time I enjoyed it, which I won't ever doubt that. Sure. Yeah. I wanted to ask, uh, so I think the first music video I saw, I've seen the new videos and they're fucking wild. We got to talk about that, too. But Thank you. The music video where, like, you're all in, like, an, a small room, like an attic or something. Oh, Mark's bedroom. My bedroom. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, okay. Mark's bedroom, yeah. Is that from the first EP or yeah. second? Uh, second? Second one. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then the, the newer videos have taken a fucking turn. They're like real sick. Um, is there like a theme between the two? Because you're, you're like heads wrapped, right? Yeah, there it's like one big story to cool. between like for this one character. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it it's weird for sure. We try to give it like a Stanley Kubrick kind of feel to it. Just really odd and obscure stuff. Like yeah. Shining kind of thing. Um, but yeah, weird videos. <laughs> what, what was it like? Like making, like who shot those videos? Uh, this dude, Anthony, he's the bass player in straight from the path. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I this company is called a nightmare film crew. Yeah. I have no nightmare idea how to pronounce his last name. That's it's like Altamira, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. It's mm-hmm. a fitting film crew name for the yeah, videos I yeah. saw. They're pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, they have some wild ones. They've done like My Ticket Home, Trade Winds, Grey Haven. They've done um, they've Stray. done a lot over the last like few years. I feel like they've done more than they have in the past. They've done a, I think they've done a lot of Stray just because like that's his band that he's in and everything. But yeah. and yeah, he's done a couple short films as well. Cool. Um, uh, one of them was really awesome. I think it's called The Passage, and that one was really cool. That was the one that we watched. We were like, okay, like we want to work with this guy for this video and everything. But we filmed that in a Mark's grandparents' house when they were away on yeah. vacation. <laughs> so our childhood gonna, house in Elizabeth. Yeah, we're just Hell gonna yeah. keep filming videos in places where Mark has lived once before. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all three music videos are in your in like my part of my family. Yeah, have to oh, do family with residence. Yeah. That's wild. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start Even if for some reason, if you're never playing with us again, we'll still feel in like places that <laughs> Dude, have to do with Dude, can we come you. over? <laughs> <laughs> we just need the location. <laughs> just book like vacations for your families and then for your family and then just do it. The uh, one music video that uh, Best of the Worst has, my parents were on vacation and we thought it'd be fun to have like a cake fight in the garage. So we everyone got fucking wasted. Not just the band, like... So, yeah, I was telling you before we started, I like, grew up in North Brunswick, and we played a lot in New Brunswick at the time. So, like, the whole ba- the basement scene of our friends, of, like, 40 people in New Brunswick, all came to my parents' basement. We all got shitty drunk. And then, not me, um, and then we played in the garage and at fucking food fight, and it was, like, disgusting. Like, the floor was caked with, like, icing, and cup- there was a cupcake wrap- wrapper on the ceiling. That's how my, my mom found out something happened, because, like, we cleaned the whole garage up, and it probably took like two hours and it was the winter. And I remember like the garage door open and like, so we shoot the video and we just kicked everyone out of the garage right away. We we're like, all right, get out. Like everyone's covered in icing. And then we clean up just a pool of pink sludge, like caked on the floor, like real nasty. And then, um, then I got in a lot of trouble cause they saw the, the wrapper on the ceiling and then they saw the video. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. We haven't had messy cleanups for the, past three videos that we've done yeah they've just been they haven't even been that long of cleanups like the first one we just had to take all that like yeah. duct tape down and like paper off it the was wall. all like the big poster board and we had it like duct taped to the wall yeah like that was like on the back of it and then danny had written most of like the stuff on the wall so it looked like the walls were covered in writing yeah it was all actually the, just all the lyrics <laughs> all the oh, lyrics cool. were written on those and then everybody just went in and wrote random it took a things. long time. Yeah, it took. Yeah, it preparing took, that took way longer yeah. than anything. It looked it neat though. Minute. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it paid off. Yeah, it was like, a fun one. The ceiling was like slanted and stuff. It just looked like a weird 
room. Yeah. It's yeah. like if we did it in this room, you know, like it yeah. would look insane. Yeah, the angles of everything, and like especially with all the writing on the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the newer stuff, the lighting I noticed was like really cool. Like it was like real dark, and like kind of gloomy. Yeah. Yeah. Visually, think, uh, it's visually it's really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It worked out really well. Um, definitely like. I was stressed so much through that process. <laughs> For the video? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You were also acting in it. So maybe well, that, that wasn't contributed. Even, that wasn't even like the plan of it. But yeah, super stressed. I stressed myself out way too much with anything. Why? So. <laughs> but no, because it was like, because we didn't want it to just be like a music video, music video. We wanted to actually have like a visual instead of just like here's us playing like yeah. check it out yeah if you like it come see us play again <laughs> sure but in a live setting um we wanted to actually like do something like artistically and creatively cool yeah um, and i th- it, it we achieved it pretty good with that i think like I I, we so. had like a really good um reception is that the word we had like yeah i mean people who saw it thought it was cool um, they didn't 100% turn out the way we wanted them to honestly there are yeah. some things that were done that we didn't want to be done and it is what it is yeah. but it happens everyone thought it was cool nobody would know that we wanted it a different way sure you know what I mean yeah that's part of like working with someone too like yeah exactly on the same page. compromise for those yeah yeah things. as much as like I would probably go back and want to change a lot of it for it to work out the way that we had originally planned um after calming down, I was I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. Totally. Yeah. Good. But yeah. Um, if we can in the future, we'd want to like do like two more music videos to keep that going because the it's the way it was written out was to keep going into two other songs as like a full on story kind of thing. Right on. Yeah. When I when I watch it, it didn't like my biggest fear of music videos is that they're gonna come off like corny kind of because. I don't know t- t- for me if you're a band just play the song but if you want to have a story go for it it's just hard like i can't picture myself like like you think of like old music videos and there's like it's like a, there's a romantic interest and the band tries to win them over and shit like that like <laughs> yeah. all those like old like pop punk bands and shit it's definitely not our music video <laughs> yeah i can't there's fucking no about, love interest in that like one really screaming at someone's face <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I dug it because it, it had its own vibe to it that wasn't, I don't know, I guess what, it wasn't normal, I guess. Hell yeah. yeah. It wasn't that's, <laughs> and that's the goal at the end of the day, for it to not be normal. As long as this band keeps going, any music video we do will definitely have as much control over it as we can. Yeah. we If we can like even film our own, that'd be awesome so we can just do everything that we want or as much as what we can and get like the right message or like kind of art across to other people totally what do you um what do you typically write about for like lyrical content (laughs) this is a loaded question sorry no no no, i'm sorry no 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 it's okay it's just always really hard for me to try to explain it that's why it's like easier for me to just write it out and kind of like put it in a more uh, just put it in a different way. Um, I don't know. Uh, definitely on this last record, I wrote more about um, my version of like mental health and like anxiety and things like that. Sure. Um, and I feel weird saying that because it's such like a hot topic right now. 
and I don't want to f- seem like I'm that person trying to jump in on everything no, and be like, hey, wait, not, I'm doing it too. You're not. Um, yeah. But more or less, it's like more, that's kind of like the stuff I'm talking about. Um, like what's inside me out about, or like what does that mean even? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of just like a feeling inside that will mess with you and kind of make you think one thing, but then at the end of the day, do the other thing. Kind of like that roller coaster you go through, you're like, oh, I wish this day was over already. Oh, no, it's not too bad. No, this day sucks yeah. kind of thing. Sure. There's a bunch of different things that really go into that song to kind of tie together because I try to keep everything open to interpretation sure. instead of going straight across like – my mental health isn't that great. <laughs> Anxiety is killing me. Uh, the kind of thing. Just so like a lot of people can relate. Um, even listening back and like reading a lot of that stuff, I can pull, I th- kind of feel different or like think about different things than I did. than I know that I was in that moment when I wrote it down. Sure. Which for me, I think is pretty cool. And I've heard like other vocalists say the same things with like some of the stuff that they've written, um, which I think is really awesome. So I try to keep it, yeah, I try to keep it open to your interpretation so that everybody can kind of pull their own thing instead of like, this song's like about some kind of addiction. Like it's only about this specific kind of addiction. So if you don't relate to this specific kind of addiction, then you're not going to get it. Sure. If, and when more so I try to write, if I'm going to write about something that's like addiction, then relate it to a bunch of different things that you could be addicted to. Totally. Relationship, drugs, um, specific group of friends, things like that. Yeah, it's neat. And I think it's cool to like, feel growth as a person and not always feel like you're living that song you know yeah Mm -hmm. which yeah which just goes back to i can like read the stuff today when i wrote it probably like a a little over a year ago and feel a little bit different and kind of see like a different side to it of like what might have been i guess subconsciously writing just kind of like writing stuff down and see what comes out at the same time totally but do you feel a way about tattoos what do you mean like uh like all my straight edge tattoos and now I'm an alcoholic like that. I'm just kidding. I know straight edge tattoos. <laughs> yeah. but, like, but like every, no, everyone I, that broke edge was like, you know, this is like a time in my life where. No, I I think that's cool that like if you are straight edge, you get a tattoo for it. And then like in a year or so, you're like, ah, I'm not going to like put this label on myself. That's kind of lame. Yeah. So then you just start drinking. But uh, not, you might not necessarily turn into an alcoholic, but you just kind of see it like, hey, this was a time in my life where I believed this specifically. Yeah. It's just a cool like little memory yeah kind of thing. still important to that yeah. person too the uh the vocalist of suicide silence had a couple straight edge tattoos his knuckles were like a straight edge tattoo and he blacked them out but he kept one that i think was on like the back of his neck or on the side of his neck and it was like a hand with an x on top of it and he just kept it because as like same thing just as like a memory to yeah. remember what he believed in at one point yeah i was talking about this with someone today actually at work and uh, they know someone who got a straight edge tattoo, and then when they broke edge, someone put void over it, like a void stamp. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they're like from Montclair. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll be listening. Maybe and feel and feel that. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it's, bubble wrap? Yeah, I do. I do all the mail order up here. Some boxes. I'll show you guys. There's like two other rooms up here. Um, we do like some screen printing. I kind of stopped because I hate it. Like. Uh, Cause like when you screen print shirts, you really should have an oven to run them through, like on a belt, cause they have to be, the ink has to cure like 340 degrees, for like 30 seconds. So you run it through this belt and you set it at 340 for 30 seconds. But I don't have that, cause it's a small attic. So I have a heat gun, 
and I just have to hold it on the shirt and like evaporate all the water out of oh, the water. Oh, you mean a hair dryer? Thing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's a glorified hair dryer from Home Depot. I fucking burnt my arm. I burnt like two holes in that couch, like where your arm is, Mark. Like, yeah. And I was so sad when I fucking burnt the couch. All the chemicals were evaporating out of the ink, and I was just in this room, like getting high off of fumes and like getting mad nauseous. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. Like, just like, use your actual oven. Yeah. <laughs> the shirt's just light on fire. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I'll still print shit every now and then, but um, in the other room up here, there's just, like, records and stuff of all the, like, shit I've put out and stuff, so. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I don't think the people at the post office like me, really. Show up with a bag of, of 15 things, and they're at, like, rush hour, and, and nothing has stamps paid for, and it just takes me, like, 10 minutes, so. But, you know. I don't think they like anybody. It's part of the job, right? I think I've been behind somebody like you at the mail at the post office before. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah, you probably hated their guts. I've also been that person at the, at the post office before, too, shipping stuff out. Yeah. Especially, like, international. Like, each one takes, like, three minutes. Customs forms and all yeah. that. Yeah. It sucks, sucks. dude. Yeah. yeah. And I'll, like, be nice and, like, offer people to go in front of me, but, like, just the workers just don't like me. <laughs> yeah, speaking of shipping, we shipped the CD to Germany. Feels good, man. Oh, yeah. Dot yeah. JPEG. That yeah. is sick. Yeah, that rules. Yeah, that guy was messaging us, asking about the CDs, which was cool that he showed interest enough to keep following up. And yeah, and especially in like a physical CD. Yeah. Like, I'm super happy with how those came out too. They're like the coolest things to me. <laughs> I like our physical CD. Like, I came should have brought one for you today. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mess. Oh wait, no, I have the merch box in the back of my car. Ooh. Oh, sick. JK. Coming your way, right around the corner. Yes. Um, yeah, that was really awesome to put all that together a couple people that have like shot photos for us like while we were filming the music video had some of their photos were in there and then stuff that like i asked friends if we could use and then a bunch of stuff that we ourselves have have like taken over like the last year just ended up in there and it worked out perfectly do you guys all dabble in photography i do not not professionally <laughs> no i do Sam is the only one that the has best more one experience. Of all of us. Yeah, he's the only one that has more experience than any of us. I have no uh, business messing around with a camera, but I try to. <laughs> I have like a vlog camera that takes okay pictures, so we use that for some stuff on the uh, physicals. Yeah, it worked out. It did did the job. Did what it needed to do. So. I'm more of a let's try to take a picture of this, and then they'll tell me why that won't work. <laughs> Actually, we do have a picture, the one in Asbury that you took of the, the lady on the wall. Oh, yeah. That sure. is that is the Danny iPhone picture. That is that is a Danny iPhone Danny picture. It actually looks pretty yeah. sick inside yeah. here. In the CD? I think I slightly the, edited the it, booklet, too. The lyric booklet. Yeah. Cool. I think I edited it a little bit, too. So that's an original right nice. there. Nice. Original Danny Santos. Right there. Can't get it anywhere else but here. <laughs> <laughs> so you did a whole CD booklet, too, for the... Yeah, yeah we awesome. wanted to go all out with that. Yeah. Like artwork on the CD. I mean, we've done that before with our last EP, um, Smart Mouth. We had cool artwork for it, and I was really proud of how the, all that came yeah, out that as well. Yeah, that one came out cool, too. Um, our friend Austin Archie, he helped us with a lot of that, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> it was his birthday the other day. Lil Austin. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, out, too. I remember Austin when he – I haven't seen him in a long time. He's a fucking awesome guy. Um, oh, I love him so much. Yeah, I ran into him, like, Menlo Mall, like, randomly, but – uh. He used to play in like the Charming, not the Charming, fuck, the Sterling, like this pop punk band from like yeah. Addison Woodbridge. That was like his first band, right? No, he played in like some Bandit Bandit. Bandit oh, Bandit. Jesus, that was the band. Oh, Year, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Years ago when I 
first showed interest in wanting to like be in a band i was friends with this kid around the block eric farkas uh-huh. and bandit bandit had recorded with his older brother in the basement and he was showing me like studio videos from that band they were like oh yeah check out this drummer he's like 14 and like really good yeah he was. and i was like oh wow <laughs> and then a few years later like i'm friends with him which is awesome yeah he's the man yeah so one of the guitarists of bandit bandit was one of my the first kid i ever jammed with this dude george and um he played guitar for them and then i guess we we had like a pop punk band when we were in like sixth grade and our, my first show ever was playing brain stew by green day at a coffee house with brain him stew. and then he then he joined band of bandit but nice. yeah that's funny man i haven't heard that band of it so long i knew there was a band before the sterling it was band of bandit from the, back in the myspace days oh yeah <laughs> did he play in footage of a yeti too Austin? Yeah. I don't think Maybe so. he like filled in for that. Am I making nah, that up? I think you're. I think you just pulled that out of nowhere. Yeah, probably. But maybe probably. Not. <laughs> He's keeping busy now for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, Lorna's in the studio. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, recording their third full length. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's wild. Something like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he was helping us with um, with like the photos for Smart Mouth, and those came out great yeah. too. Sick. Um, they're i don't know i'm always like i'm always, I always feel like i'm more satisfied with like the physical presentation of the music like artwork for like the album than i am with like most of the songs on it <laughs> really yeah just because yeah. like we didn't like get together and like try to figure out this like graphic for it or like something that looks again it just goes back to something that like wouldn't work for us or like probably wouldn't work for us and no offense to people that do that because you get a, you get like good results with a lot of stuff like that, and a lot of people do it. But for us, I think it's easier to just take a photo of like something yeah. of like an actual object and then edit it. Right. Everything more like yeah. Everything, everything in that artwork is all photos. Yeah. yeah. Other than our logo, that's the only like graphic. Yeah, that's the sure. only like real graphic on there. And then like the words put on top of everything. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like that's yeah. that's really it. Everything is is a f- like a phone photo or a camera photo of an object that we saw or like a scene a scenery or like a landscape that we saw whatever maybe. yeah yeah i kind of yeah i noticed that from that i think one ep was like a this artwork like the first ep but then after that everything was like photos yeah even that yes. even the ill-tempered like i just drew that i just drew that and painted it and which is like still like something real but it's the most corniest artwork ever <laughs> but yeah, and it's more, to me, something like that, like taking a photo of something is more old school, which I like that a lot. Yeah. Like, back in the day, people would just have, like, their photo of themselves on the record, and I think that's really fucking cool. Yeah. Right and on. even on our Smart Mouth EP, our faces were on it, which I thought yeah, was so badass. Like the, the picture of the camera roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I thought was so cool. Yeah. But, yeah. That's neat. It's because it's, graphic design is very cool, and it's, like, valuable, but, like, it can also be like over the top sometimes like or be too Absolutely. much like you could have artwork yeah. that has like a million things going on and like i don't know i just get like exhausted sometimes not like i don't know just from like taking everything in yeah. so it's all about what you want and how you do it like there's a way to do it well obviously i love yeah no fucking, doubt yeah i feel more involved <laughs> with the art overall like not just like if we're thinking that deep into like okay, what's this front of the CD going to look like? What's the inside going to look like? I feel more involved with the art, like, past the music, like, more of, like, a broad yeah. thing, more of, like, this big project than just, like, yep, we write music, 
yeah. in a band, and, and then that's, that's it. Hey, guy to design the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like got someone to like design it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want it to be like a cohesive thing too, like between the the visual and the audio. Yeah, right. So I think even inside the lyric booklet. The pictures that we picked for each like song yeah we tried not entirely went with the song like to the t but yeah we but we tried our best vibe. yeah we tried our best to like match up a photo with a song too so yeah. it wasn't just random although it might seem kind of random it's it does seem a little bit random yeah, yeah, yeah but, but it still looks badass if one, person, <laughs> if one person looks at it and connects with it, it that's cool with me yeah yeah you know I mean? mm. and there are a lot of cool photos in there i really like the photo of um the one with Ashley, the girl with the flowers in front of it. Yes. That's definitely my favorite photo in yeah, there. Yeah, that picture is awesome. Yeah. She's also the person that did the like girl vocals on the last track. Right on. Well, cool. Which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. This came out neat. Are you like the are you guys the type of people that once you put something out, you're over it and you start moving on to new stuff or like how are you guys with your whole process? I get fixated on old stuff and just pick it apart and keep thinking to myself like if I could just go back and fix this like, and change it. Like how it sounds or like what you actually did, like the what you tracked? Both. What we wrote. Yeah, yeah what yeah. we wrote and what I tracked too. Okay. I'm I'm happy with like the outcome 100%. Sure. Right. But, but I think everyone can relate. Like there's always stuff that you want to go back and fix and change, rewrite or do or not do. Yeah. But all that energy and Mark tells me this a lot is like just focus this into the next stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's easy to get caught up. I'm, I definitely, whenever we're, like, getting mixes, I, like, get hung up on, like, one or two different things that sound different. Then I, like, can't hear it the way I want to. And then I'm, like, always the worst person in the band that's always like, oh, but what about how the guitar sounds on this mix from three months ago? Isn't that a little crispier? And everyone's like, dude, we're not we're not going back three months. Like, let's finish this, you know? <laughs> it get messy. But when we did a song with Randy, it was, like, pretty quick. Like, it was, like, he mixed it and I think we had like one or two notes and then it was done so it really depends yeah we didn't have too many notes with Randy everything yeah. was like he knew what we were going for yeah, for, yeah. from he, the beginning yeah. he knew the kind of sound that we were going for and I think there was just like little things here and there that we that got fixed but overall he pretty much hit the nail on the head yeah 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 definitely would want to work with him again and I'm sure we will he's super creative mind to work with honestly yeah he's a good hang too and yeah. his dog rules oh yeah he oh, shout he out to EQ love him and EQ yeah she's the goodest of girls <laughs> sweetie um I don't know I feel like right now though with these past few shows that we played like we finally just played shows where we mostly played new songs like off the album and like one old one so like this is the first time where I really just like felt like set into like this album or like something that like I just released rather than the other feeling that you talked about like already just trying to grind for like the next thing like which we obviously are like every day it's always being thought about in the back of our heads but I don't know it just felt good just like played the songs off that album like the past few shows like it just really felt right yeah we had been practi practicing them for like a uh, year, a year. <laughs> and it did suck not to like be able to play them yet but it was definitely a good choice to like hold back for a little bit but yeah we played the first time when we first started releasing the singles and we played uh dope and dice yeah i remember i think all of us even like talked there like that was the first time that we've even felt comfortable with like a style of like writing that we did as well yeah. like it felt like the most right for who we were and like what we were trying to like do and go for and, awesome. what, and what direction we'd want to move in 
Yeah. Yeah, there's like five five or six songs on the record that I'm like, we could take this and it could be in its own EP, but yeah. this is definitely like the direction I'd want to go in the future. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's neat when you feel like you found your voice as a band, especially on a full length, because it's a lot of writing to do full length. Yeah. yeah. No, it came pretty easily when you were writing it. Right on. Yeah. It, it felt like we took a while to do we, it. We took a long time. There was a lot. We definitely there were some songs that had, that don't sound like they, the first Originally, version of it. But there was one, like... There's one song that has stayed exactly one the same. One song has stayed exactly the same, and that's 565. Five. That yeah. song did not change at all. Yeah, because how could you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dope and Dice, though, like the noise solo part at the end, that stayed the same since the first version of that song but it was yeah, like a totally different a, yeah, song with totally that noise different. part yeah. i'm trying to think what's the oldest song what's the first song that we wrote for that record tongue flush. yeah i think tongue i flush. think tongue flush is the oldest yeah. one i think there was one older than tongue flush but i don't think it got it made it there might be parts that are older yo there is a but, part in tongue flush that was from the first demo that was like oh uh, yeah phone, like but the then we got rid part. of that part didn't we no 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 oh it's the noise part yeah it's it's uh, one of the noise parts in tongue flush oh Cool. We probably make no sense talking about this. Like, oh, how about this noise part? Wait, what about that noise part? <laughs> Everyone's like, what? You know, the riff. I mean, the whole song is noise. Yeah. yeah. Well, if they if they check out your album, they'll th- figure it out. They'll, yeah. Yeah. they'll know the noise, the noise part in Tongue Clash because yeah. you, you can't miss that. Yeah. It's One of the second track, so you can't give yeah. up that quickly. Well, technically, <laughs> technically the third track. Technically. Technically the third track. The opening track came last. It was the last yeah. thing, nah. which was, it was the very last thing we wrote. Yeah, which was in fun. the studio. Yeah, that was that was a fun thing to do, because that's just noise and vocals. Yeah. Neat. Uh, Danny said, "Can you make this sound?" I said, "Give me a minute." We <laughs> <laughs> figured yeah. it out about yeah, like five yeah. minutes. In we figured out how to do yeah. it. Yeah, him and Randy <laughs> just sat there. They're like, "It should be like a low rumble, something yeah. like that." Because we I'm had to like get the right going. rumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if you if because if it went too much with something, it just sounded like a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had to hit it just yeah. right. But that that was a good one. Mark, have you checked out uh, Error Zone by Vane? Uh, I've heard like a one song off of it. I think you'd like it. The guitar work is uh, noisy, like yeah. weird sounds. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were actually with Will when we were with Randy. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So yeah, they were, yeah, they were I think they were, the same time did they us. just start when we were like middle to end of ours? Something like that. Yeah. Or were they like just I thought ending? they were finishing. Oh yeah, yeah I thought yeah. I think they were finishing Yeah, they were finishing recording when we when we, when we just started. And that was like this time last year. That was December yeah, 2017. December. Yeah. Cool. Cuz this time last year we'd been done for almost a month yeah. recording. December 2017. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's a neat album too. Yeah, I heard it going to Canada. It like came up in the car while I was going to Canada last summer. Yeah, it's actually it's a good record. I yeah. actually really like it. I dig it. Surprising for me, but I actually really <laughs> liking like <it>. something. Yeah, <laughs> liking something in that realm. I sure. guess. Um, I'm not like because I guess it's still considered hardcore, but it's definitely more metal. Yeah, like, it's definitely convergy, more metal than yeah, hardcore. Style. I think. Yeah, but and like chaotic. So I I wouldn't call it hardcore, but they get all the hardcore respect and creds. So yeah, so I'm just gonna step down. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh. Well, I want to say there's like new metal vibes in that too. Like, yeah, a lot of people compare it to like times. the first Slipknot record. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I see like why. the noise. Literally, the one noise sounds the same, and but like that's the, really it. The drum beats to it too. Yeah, that the, one. The, the snare, yeah. the snare is like kind of higher pitched too. Yeah, 
I really like how the snare sounds on that record. Yeah, too. it's neat it's for really a heavy cool. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good production yeah. on that. But yeah, oh, it's a good record. I can't, I can't lie. Yeah, you might, you might dig it. I oddly don't keep up with metal music. The most newest band you like is, or the most newest record you like is Code Orange's most recent record. No. <laughs> like heavy, like heavy, oh, wise, heavy? like the new. Last... Yeah, that. Yeah, like newer. That record was cool. Yeah. What do you listen to for the most part? Uh. I did a lot of '90s hip hop. Nice. Um, I really like Deep House. I've been listening to a lot of like, not listening to a lot of, but like recently, just listening to like '90s house and stuff like that. And there's a lot of weird songs where I'm like, "What the hell? This is no, no." But then I find like one track and I'm like, "Yo, this is crazy!" Like they were doing this like in the '90s where people Before. are trying to mimic this now. Yeah. But like, do it on an actual synthesizer and like a looper. I don't know, but whatever they do. I like bands like tables uh, and things like that. Oh, but we're going back to what Danny's saying. My favorite release, recent release, is probably Foxing's new record, um, "Nearer My God." Is that what it is? I don't. I haven't heard it. I'm, I awesome. know. I know Foxing. I think, but I I'm terrible with song names and album names. But they played. They played over here recently at the brewery, right? Asbury Park. That's probably a year ago so. at this point, or a year or two. But they played. They played Asbury Park Brewery, like in the past few years. Maybe I. We saw them. I saw them. He didn't go. No, I've seen them before. And uh, really we drove out to live. Long Island to see them with like two of my friends. Oh yeah, they Circa were super awesome. Too, right? and that, it, that was before the record came out too. But they played like two new songs off of it. And when you hear the songs live, we never heard them on recording. It was like weird. I was like, "Yo, what are they doing?" Because you know, it was they played Game Shark, which is like super out there. Yeah. Like they definitely changed it up with that song. And I think the other one they played was the other one that's kind of out there. I can't think of the name of it. But like, and but then when I heard it on the record, I was like, okay, this makes sense. What they were doing, like, this is super sick. Right on. And more so that I don't listen to heavy music that much. I still take what I learn from you know bands that I do like or musicians that I do like. Sure. Hearing, um, I apply that to my own stuff. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that like, helps with like our sound a lot too. The fact that our guitar player listens to like deep house and like <laughs> 90s and like yeah. 80s metal like old um rap like 80s and 90s like rap and stuff like that just older school stuff yeah which is cool well, you don't, a different spin on it you everything. don't want to be like derivative in your writing you don't want to like feel like you're just directly ripping bands so. oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah. not no way yeah. yeah we definitely have like our influence as far as like this genre goes but it's more so indirect like we don't even realize it until somebody points it out yeah sure oh, like, that's with so much uh that happened with a uh, holographic butterfly. Oh yeah. So I knew who Deftones was pretty much all my life, but I never listened to them. So yeah, I didn't we, start listening to them until it was pointed out. Well, yeah. because Randy pointed Randy it out. Randy pointed to us. out. He said this and is super Deftones. I was like, all right, let me go check this band out finally. Yeah. And then yeah. that's and when I listened to. He's like, just listen to White Pony. That's all you have to really listen to. Yeah. I listened to White Pony. I was like, holy shit, this band's amazing. Why <laughs> have I not listened to this for like the past like ten years? <laughs> yeah. So. It's, it feels that was lame to say that like a band that's been around since the mid '90s, we haven't we didn't start listening to until like a year and a half ago. Yeah, but that happens like a year ago. Yeah. There's so much but, music out there, you know. Yeah. You always your taste changes, or you go back and revisit something, or like how the come I never heard this? You know, there's yeah. still a lot to check out. I'm a huge Marilyn Manson fan, and I didn't really get into him until like last year. Same, because he got he started getting me into them. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Rob Zombie. Yep. Yeah. Just I listened to Rob Zombie when I was stuff. younger, and then I stopped listening to it, and then. It's definitely I not. I got back into crowd. it. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. When I was yeah. younger, like I listened to stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, then I kind of went away from it for a while. 
when yeah. I started listening to more of like a, you know, when like Bring Me the Horizon first came out and like Chiodos and shit like that. Yeah. And I was August like, Burns that was when I was 13, August Burns Red. When I was like 13, yeah. I started getting into like metalcore and stuff like that. Marilyn is dead. Hell oh, yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, grew up. I grew up That's kind of friends hates. with uh, one of the sons. Uh, Brothers, <laughs> son, brothers. <laughs> My son. No, yeah. One of the, the vocalist's brothers. I was good friends with him in like yeah. elementary school. Mm-hmm. So I watched Marilyn is Dead like practicing in their basement. And I was like twelve. What's their you new band I mean? now? Palisades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their new record's actually really good too. I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Dude, I, they're blowing the fuck up. Yeah, they yeah. are. On like uh, Octane Radio and like Sirius. Oh, really? SM Radio. That's sick. I think I listened through it a couple times and it didn't really because you listen to a, a band's record and you can especially a band like at their level or that's like on a isn't major it kind of like almost like Drake at times though isn't it like kind of like pop it like it definitely yeah. in the past it's had more there, of stuff like that yeah I remember like a song about like red cups like like beer like party <laughs> some shit that was like the second album yeah uh, okay. Mind Games that yeah, was like yeah. very electronic. Yeah, I think I wrote them off when I heard that. that True. Was it. <laughs> it definitely got more. It definitely got different from there. More mature from there. Cool. Electronic for sure. elements for sure. But listening, I'll listening listen. through it. I'll get a listen. Yeah. When you listen through like a band's record, like at that's like at their level or on like a major label like they are, it's or on like a big label like they are, you definitely hear songs that are like they just kind of wrote it just to like be there and play so they like met the criteria of like a full length. Sure. But listening to that record, I don't hear anything that sounds like that there could have been i don't know i there could be to them but listening like top to bottom nothing felt like uh this was just kind of written to be there yeah it all felt like everything kind of felt like it had its place which was really cool yeah i'll go to listen i'll I'll try to not be a hater and like check it out (laughs) (laughs) they took me on my first tour ever so i'm eternally grateful oh that rules i've known them since i was like yeah young them since we were like 12 young young dweebs Yeah. yeah yeah So and Marilyn is dead. Yeah. yeah. How many are still from Marilyn is dead? Like three Matt of them. Xavier and wasn't Aaron. Aaron. Right. Yeah, three of you them. You gotta clear yeah. up this one thing. Like, wasn't it they kicked out someone? This is the rumor I heard. Someone got kicked out of the band because he didn't have the right image. Is that true? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It was the the bass player? I think that they yeah, had at some yeah. point. I don't remember. I think his name was Chris. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Think, I don't know if that's right. I don't know I, the guy. I don't know what happened. That was all hearsay. Name, I don't so. know exactly what happened. Yeah, with that, but I've know. heard that. Rumor I just too, wanted right? to believe that. And I, was like, I remember. So just, like, <laughs> I just saw the band in the basement, like playing, you know, go to their shows with my friend. Yeah. The time, yeah. And then that was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They were one of the, they were one of the first shows that I've actually ever went to. They were still like a local band at that point, but it was like one of the first like shows that I've ever gone to was with where they were playing. That's awesome. Which is cool. Yeah. I mean, they're doing like huge things. So who am I to <laughs> fucking say yeah, anything? <laughs> they're doing yeah. what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where, what do you guys see, see yourselves doing within the next year? Writing and playing, gigging and shit. So are, are any of you another bit? You play in another band, right? Yeah. I play in this band America part two. Yeah. And you guys toured a bit recently. Yeah. We did like three little DIY guys last year. Cool. I don't know about you, but I fight for America part two. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, just fucking writing this new shit, and uh, more noise, more new, more. I don't know, man. Deep house, <laughs> <laughs> more deep house. Yeah, we're gonna put out. You a listen to the record, record, right? The one we just put out. Yeah. What would you want to hear more of? Um, you had to pick like one sound from there. Or like two. Whatever. Well, it's funny. It's like because I got like an industrial vibe also from it, which I don't know. Definitely. If, yeah. yeah. There's, so there's definitely 
at least one song that's like newer that we've demoed out that definitely goes oh, in that yeah. category it, of industrial. Right on. Yeah, because it was more of a push. You always had a vibe like from like throughout all your albums. So this is more a, a push in a certain direction. So. I mean, write what you want to write. I'm not, you know. I'm, no, I'm uh, just curious. I like to hear people's opinions. Yeah. We'll ask the questions now. Fuck, <laughs> 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 shit. No, I honestly, Get out of our house. I like to, <laughs> <laughs> music is subjective, so everyone sees it in a different light. Mm. So yeah. it's interesting to hear what people think of, you know, music that we know is like so might be different or out there yeah. as compared to other bands around us. It's, yeah. we- it's weird to say like out there or different. Like, our music is weird and out there and different because a lot of bands can sit there and say that. Sure. But I think, like, noticeably, it's <laughs> it's different than the people that we're playing with. For sure. Yeah. Not saying it's better, but it's definitely a different sound than, like, what people are trying to put out now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think just, like, honing that and finding your voice with that, mm-hmm. which seems like you're doing, just keep grinding on it. And hopefully in a year we're... I mean, we're still gonna we're, do what we want. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That'll that'll it, always be. Like it. We're just yeah. Say. That'll that'll always be the thing. If for some reason we ended up on like a label, we're always still gonna do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> like well, that's all. We'll always push for like what we think is better because you can't you, you can't tell like the artists what's better for their music like for what they're creating for sure. You know, it's it's not your vision. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like when when the when you guys play aggressive stuff. But I like when there's also like, like groovy shit. So, I like having the mix for sure. Yeah, it's cool. I think finding the balance is is the cool thing. Yeah, that's what I it's like. It's tough to keep a balance too. Yeah, because sometimes, because we've gotten like a couple songs demoed or like ideas put down, and then for like stuff in the future, hopefully in like a year or so we're tracking it. But right on. who knows? But. Uh, we've definitely even like the last time we were together it was like we have a song here and a song here but we want to be right here in the middle with it so we kind of just have to erase everything <laughs> and come back to the middle the middle and like get into yeah. the middle or like take these parts and like try to get it closer to that center you'll never be perfectly there but you can get as close as you can get totally yeah when i saw you guys at champs anytime there was a closed hi-hat part this one dude lost his fucking shit and i loved it so much it was awesome yeah. What is it about the closed hi hat that I don't makes know. you want to kick? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, and hang I heard many it, many a woo. Many woos. Yeah, there. There. As soon as that happened, I heard oh, many a woo, <laughs> which was nice to hear to hear those come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a fun show. A I good think time. Sentinels release show that was. Right? Yeah, their yeah. CD. Dude, that new Sentinels album is a workout for your brain on sound yeah, in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Randy did that too. Yes, he did. Oh, Him yeah. and uh, Aaron. Aaron, what was his last name? I don't know how to pronounce Shaparian? it. Aaron. Yeah, something like that. Because right Aaron has worked Chaperone. on Sentinel stuff in the past, and I think Aaron like interns at Graphic Nature now. Oh, right. So on. he like double teamed it with Randy. Cool. Which was cool for him. Yeah. Like, the record came out really awesome. Yeah, and you got you guys know those that band for a while. Go We've been playing with shows with them since like we started, and I've known them since my other band too because they were um, considerate. Yeah, personal. the two. Yeah, <laughs> that was I the same that. band. Absolutely, wow, if not the same that. band, it's like the same people because Chris and Thomas were in it too, and I think Danny was too. I have a terrible memory. But <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who I played with like last week. <laughs> like, wait, who did you play with? But yeah, we've known them 
for a while. We've played a lot of our like few first shows with them. It rolls. Yeah. So and I I think that was the first time we had played with them. I think the last I talk about it with them all the time. The last time we played a show before the one in Trenton, it had to be their old vocalist was still in the band, Kyle, and Dave wasn't even the drummer yet. Okay. Um, And it was like that basement. Yeah, and I think there were two drummers in between, like before Dave as well. What basement show? Uh, The one where it was just me, Mark, and Dylan, and I had to play bass. Oh, they played that. Yeah. In Elizabeth. Yeah. Good times, yeah. you guys. Wait, that's considered a personal? Or no, no, sentinels? they were they were sentinels. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were sentinels. Uh, how do you how do you remember all this? Because I had to play bass. <laughs> 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 that's why. <laughs> it, it was the worst. The one in thing Elizabeth, ever. right? Yeah. Oh shit! I know sweaty, what you're talking about. Hot, sweaty summer day, July. And there was like a furnace in the middle of the floor. God like, damn it. It, like it wasn't even like in the corner. It was yeah. just like I think it was. We're gonna on. have a show around this furnace. <laughs> Okay. The only other time Danny had to play bass was like our biggest show that we've ever played. Oh yeah, yeah, game changer. Bass and vocals, loud fest. Bass and vocals. Jesus. Yeah. I, yeah. Sen- I uh, wasn't uh, planned. Honed in my was not planned. Kurt Cobain. Not ne- not ever planned. Jeez, damn, that's rough. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a C squad thing. Well, yeah, respect, respect to you. That's respect like a, to you. That's so. like an absolute last resort. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, just stay on one fret and keep strumming along. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, we actually had when our drummer quit and what was that? 2016, I guess that would be. When did Dylan quit? No, no that was 2017. Yeah. At the summer of 2017. We had considered word, Danny yeah. actually picking up bass yeah, and, and doing vocals at the same time. Yeah, Highly considered yeah, it for like piece. a little bit. Like I started thinking I, like when it came to writing lyrics. I started thinking about like, okay, is this going to make, am I going to be able to pull this off while I'm playing and even tracking some of the, uh, vocals too, which at that point I knew I was not going to do yeah, it. Sure. Even yeah, I would we still like, it was yeah, still an option. yeah, but I knew once I started tracking vocals, it was not going to happen. Sure. Um, not because of that, just because I know how I am <laughs> Yeah. with like trying to learn an instrument and like, or like trying to multitask like that. Well, you don't want to sell your vocals short either. Yeah. yeah that that's too. ultimately why that reason is why we mm-hmm. yeah. didn't do it. But yeah. even like tracking, like while, tra- while tracking vocals, I would try to like position myself in a way and like try to strum like air strum to like the song to see if I could pull it oh, off yes. but it's like it w- just wasn't gonna work yeah. <laughs> it's better the way it is I agree no, yeah. totally. it would have been cool for sure but it's better the it's way fine. it is yeah. yeah having the extra person on stage Joe our new bass player is awesome yeah he's also a fucking tower so yeah he's a big dude helps. he's a very yeah. big dude you can't miss him in a crowd he's yeah. a big guy mm-hmm. yeah and yeah but yeah, it's definitely better the way it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Cool guys. Let's let's end this shit. All Thanks right. for coming on. Mic drop. Thanks for having. <laughs> yeah, check out check out uh, if you're listening listen to Illusionist. Obviously, I can put a song at the end of this too or something. That'd be cool, sure, man. All right, yeah. Whatever you want. You yeah. should put a different song. You should say this. Check out Illusionist's new record. This is a song from the record. We play like it's Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smoke underwater. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, thank yeah. thank you for having us and considering yeah, us to be on this. Totally. It yeah. Was fun. Keep doing your thing, for sure. Thanks, man. You too. Yeah. Yeah. Doubts, you see it in my smirk Light up, 
Sharp! 